Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Cecily, I got it back. Feeling pretty good. Back after a couple of days. Yep. Kind of feeling a little bit less than my best, but, love but here the, we go. Love the coming back on a Friday. Yeah. I got, I got, oh, that's so clutch. Well, it was important. I got, I got a couple, because, I mean, you've heard me say this. I don't miss work very often unless I take time off, right? Like, I'll, I'll take some time off occasionally, yeah. but I, I don't typically miss it. And um, Coming every, very lazy, bro. I, very I, lazy. I'm driving home on, what would that be, Wednesday, right? So I did the first half hour or so with uh, you and Andy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, not feeling. I think everybody thought I was dying. Because I was getting, my mom, like, what, what was going on? I'm like, it's, it's fine. I just, I don't, I don't feel. How did you drive good. home? Yeah, well, I was, I, I drove carefully. I, I, I made it. It's all good, and I'm back, and I'm feeling good. And here's my question to you, Sleep. Yep. We're gonna go do a little uh, top golf swing suite after yeah. this. Yeah. Did you work on your game at all Not last at all. night? Yeah, literally. Because you, you came in last night. You had a chance to go maybe hit a few along yeah. the way. I walked by it. So I did see it, and there were some other people taking. So just like a quick little, like, okay, that's nice. And then, and then I kept going. Good, good. So, um, are we going to play a game? Are we going like how do we how do we do this? I've only done. I'm assuming here, and I haven't got a chance to see it here. The top golf here is like a. It's indoor, right? It's not one yeah. where you drive indoor. It's in the screen. Yep. Okay, I've only done the ones outside. I've done the one um, in Vegas. I've done the one in Atlanta. Got one in El Segundo now. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to get over to that one yet. But uh, how does the the indoor one stack up? Am I, so am I feeling do, that? Yeah, we do shirts and skins. Okay, and then um, and then after that, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, Emily, are you going to hit a few golf balls in there? Uh, you don't want to see that. I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how it works. I've only done it like once before, and I was lucky to hold on to the. the well, then you can fix that. Just hold it a little tighter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you I don't know, have to be you don't have to be Jack Nicholas to figure that part out. She's yeah. flipping just, her bat like she had a two run <laughs> over. She's Puig. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gets guy. that ball in the air and she does bat flips she in or club flips it in. Go. Go. Yeah, no, I mean, I I can try it. Uh, it's just not going to look pretty. That's all right. And it, See, here's the thing. Much like when Max Homa was giving me a hard time from nobody that doesn't do it for a living looks right when they're swinging right, a golf right. club. Everybody looks bad when you do it, even usually. No, it's what, what do we do? The, we got that actually coming up. The golf tournament's coming up. Next month, right? Or is it October? September. September, no, I think yeah. it's in September. Yeah. The last time I swung a golf club was, that it? was with you during the broadcast. That was the last time I swung. I'd like to- why, why, why do I do this? I'm the guy that has the clubs in his trunk. Okay, really? You can't golf once a year and have clubs in your trunk because every time you're with somebody and you open up your trunk. Oh, so you golf? <laughs> well, I golfed a year ago. <laughs> I have no idea why they're in there. They're literally just sitting in. I can picture them like covered in cobwebs. Like, like there's this this dust, this layer off. of. Have you ever gone like where, like for instance, because we live where we live, um, jacket will go into the closet at some point in may june and yeah. it's not coming out until december and you take it out there and all the dust is on yep. the, the shoulders of the jacket that's your golf it's like a cloud of dust <laughs> that just comes out surprised they don't disintegrate when you pick them up and uh, <laughs> and get ready to go did you i had a i had a moment where i felt a, a kindred spirit with dusty baker now dusty baker is a little bit older than i am a lot older than i am 
Um, did you see what he's, he's talking a huge about? Huge hologram guy. <laughs> he he's uh, has vid. He tested positive for vid, so he had to be away from the team for a period of time. And he was watching the games on TV and following along. Well, they had one of those Peacock exclusive games mm. that the Astros were involved in, and he couldn't figure out how to do Peacock, so he just didn't watch it. That is so perfect because there is that time, and I can operate like smart TVs. That is, that's like my level of technological um, uh, astuteness reaches that point. But I had one of those, yeah, I can see him doing that thing like peacock, peacock, or talking into his microphone, and it's just not working. And yeah, bleep it, I'm Bro, out of here. A lot of people think about it. those who, and I know we all kind of grew up on cable and everything else, but everybody, there's a lot of people older, they're still accustomed to I just need a remote control. I want to be able to turn on. There's a guide there, and I'm going to go to the channel that I go to. All the apps and everything else, for those who have no idea about it, I'm, even me, I sometimes will sit back and I'll get confused with some of the stuff. I'm sure Dusty Baker had. So he do. said uh, instead of watching the game, he watched a Bob Marley documentary on Netflix instead. So that's I, a I just, great use oh, of time oh, right there. That is awesome. I just picture Dave Roberts, right? Like he gets suspended or whatever. He gets yes. kicked. He doesn't. He doesn't get kicked out very often. But all right, the Dodger game is on Apple TV. It's one of those things. Like, eh, what else you got? Ooh, Better Call Saul. Can get caught up on that, and he just misses a game. It's awesome to me. Did you get caught up? Yeah, I did. Ooh. Caught up too. So good. When, so when? Okay, when when we're talking about streaming TV. Yeah. Or this actually isn't streaming TV. This is on AMC. This is not streaming. But Oh, the commercials. Well, you keep saying that, but it's it's Am on... I the only one getting the commercials. <laughs> They're like seven Alex minutes long. It's like, on I see it says ads. Broadcast television. I know. Ads. <laughs> seven minutes. I'm like, well, I might as well just get regular cable. It's well, it's on regular TV. You need to go to wait till it's a year or so. What's the statute of limitations though? Because the season the, the series ends on Monday. That's yeah. it. And I would like to talk about it with you guys, and, and I think that it would be an interesting conversation. But yeah. because people watch TV so differently, can we talk about it on I Tuesday morning? I don't have morning? an answer. I think it's a finale. And I, think I don't you think can, we can. Tuesday morning you can't. Wednesday I'm getting no can. from the room. Yeah, Wednesday both. you can. Okay. I don't it's know a finale. How, go I don't watch know it. How long, I don't know how long we can go. I think what we have to do is this. We have to at least morning. tell everybody. Okay. Wednesday at noon, we are talking Better Call Saul. So if you did not watch Better Call Saul – do not tune into us at noon, and then, which is probably not a smart thing to do. As <laughs> our, we're telling people, don't tune in. Um, I'm sure Amanda will say that's a really good idea, Al. This is really smart, man. Tell people not to listen to the station. <laughs> but it's got to be something like that because if it's not, you know, we're going to get a, a feed of people saying, "Why would you tell us what happened in the show?" Well, look. It, it, it... If it's from four or five episodes ago and you say something, it's like, that's not my fault. But if it's a couple of days, because, okay. look, life gets in the way, right? right? You could have something else you have to do. Work is in the way. Your family, you know, you've got family obligations. You've got things that will prevent you. Like, a couple of days feels like you're cutting it pretty close. Can I give you a good example? Please. The episode you said, oh, Al. Oh. <laughs> no spoilers, though. I never, I still have not told, like, we have not talked about that scene right. And I think we've done it on purpose, even though we've given everybody yeah. probably six weeks since that episode came. It's been a while. It was before the break, right? But don't you feel like if hiatus. you said it, it's such a critical scene? I'd be like, okay, like, somebody. I know I'm going to catch up on it on Netflix, and it's not on Netflix yet. Yeah. But I don't even want to talk about like what the finale is. We have none of us have seen it, obviously. But to talk about what happened at the end of the penultimate episode, yeah, is wild. 
So, but I, we can't, you can't even talk about that because it'll give away what may be coming up in this final episode. I don't, I don't know how to Carol navigate Burnett. it. Carol Burnett, it's a great actress. What's that? Carol, Bur- Carol Burnett is a great she actress. She is. She's been great. Yeah, she's great now. She wasn't going to be in this show for a small role. Let me just tell you that. She was going to be in it for a significant role. We have kept, we keep saying, oh, we'll, we'll, let's all catch up on Better Call Saul. And then we never talk about it because we always feel like we can't. <laughs> I say, Well, guys, can we talk about that? Okay, so let, let's, you're right. We never talked about it. Is the episode, and if you don't want to hear this, put your fingers in your ears. Um, but don't turn off your radio. Just, just, just let, let it play. So the people meter, so the people the meters hear you in your car listening to this. Just drive with your fingers in your ears. Just the equivalent. Do not drive with your fingers in your ears. No, they're fine. Uh, right with your knee. We all do that. Equivalent of this is us saying, hey, uh, Dodgers played on Wednesday. Right. Let's not talk about it yet. Let's wait till Monday. Well, all right. Alert. I don't want anybody to know what happened. That's kind of the way we're treating Better Call Saul. So you're talking about the episode where Lalo shows up in Jimmy's apartment and yeah. that happens. And then yep. Lalo and um, Gus meet yep. each other in do the Do their whole thing. Which and I, that happens. I didn't think that was it. And I ruined it for you because I said, this is a great episode, Slee. That's all he said. Yeah. And I said, wow. It just, you didn't say that. It's that terrific. That's the last five it's seconds not, of the show and nothing has not happened yet. No. This is what he <laughs> did. What did I say? That's exactly what you did. You're like, oh, Slee. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Relax, yeah, man. Great. You're like, oh, you got, oh, this is so good. It's so good. And you kind of kept typing and kept typing. I'm like, okay, this no, is going to be. you're overselling. No, no, no. You, you were excited about the episode. I was. You thought the episode was really good. So when I go back and watch it, let's say the episode is an hour long, uh-huh. 57 minutes in, what you said had not happened yet. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever you were excited about happening is going to happen in the final three minutes. Right. So when it happened, I was like, well, I kind of expected something they to were happen. Just, that whole episode, they were just doing the video stuff around Howard. So all of it was just like they're planning the video oh, stuff around Howard. Episode. It was kind of like the slow, better call Saul episode. That I'm kind of always feeling is. like I'm glad that I ruined it for you, Al. I think at the end of the day, I, I, I feel pretty good that I, uh, I, I took it away from you. I, I just feel, you know, I'm kind of a bad guy like that. And I appreciate that. From you. <laughs> I'm going to be my first dog, Nippy. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. So um, – Gilbert Arenas is back and, and was talking, and he was talking about LeBron James. And he, he said something that I think is empirically true, but it caught me in a weird spot because I've never heard somebody argue the opposite. Maybe you're, you're around the Lakers more than, than just about anybody. And what he said was LeBron is probably the only player, the only superstar that has never had that year. He never had that year where he says, man, forget everybody. I'm trying to get my stats. If you ever did that, who's stopping him? The man would average 40-something. When LeBron stepped in, it was all about trying to win a championship every year, trying to win a championship. So he's been building the teams to win championships. He's never actually had a selfish year where he says, I don't need anybody. I want to show the world what I can do. So... (laughs) Yeah. Is there is there somebody that thinks that LeBron James has ever had, and forgive me for using this as the example, but I think it's the perfect example, the Russell Westbrook year, where somebody just goes, I'm going to do this. Damn the torpedoes. I'm just going to go out there and get what I need to do so I can be the first guy to average a triple-double, win an MVP, all of these things. James Harden is another one who goes out there and put up bananas numbers. Great players, to be sure. But from the moment LeBron's been in this league, I felt like he's a guy that, look, he's going to get his whether he's focusing on it or not. He's always been about winning and making the team better. So I, I think there's circumstances. I'm going I'm to use last year as an example. I thought LeBron, there was a point I thought he was chasing the scoring title. He wanted to get the scoring title. Mm-hmm. That's an individual award. That has nothing to do with your team. But the circumstance was we're not going anywhere. I have Wenyan Gabriel on one side, and I have Stanley Johnson. Like, look at the options that I have, right? And I think that because Anthony Davis wasn't there, 
the Russ obviously thing wasn't working out. No, there were definitely times I thought Braun was chasing the scoring title. Now you have to play a certain amount of Does games. Does that make him a selfish player, though? I think that's why I say there's circumstances. It's a selfish award. It's an individual award. Individual, Sel- it's, it's an selfish individual is award. not the right way. It's yeah. an individual award. But if you'd have told me that Anthony Davis is in the game, that he's playing last year, and the Lakers have a legitimate chance to go win an NBA championship, do I think Braun cares that he's going to win a scoring title? No, I don't think he would care. But that circumstance it was more – it was like, hey, over. if I can accomplish this at this age, there was something there. You use Russ as an example. I don't feel like when KD left and Russ was now getting triple doubles year after year, you can call it selfish, which is one way to call it. Um, and, and by the way, that's not, that's not inaccurate to call it selfish – but I think the circumstance, the Thunder weren't going to go anywhere. He was the hottest ticket for the Oklahoma City Thunder. The players that he had around him, I didn't think were um, – it's not like he had KD on one side and James Harden on the other side. So I think there's circumstances to it. Do I think players play for stats? Do I think players try as best as, 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 best as they can to get the next contract that they have coming and those stats might help them get it? I think we'd be crazy to think that some of these players aren't selfish. No, they're, they're I think, more than half the league. Look, you get paid on your numbers. You don't get paid if you're a glue guy. You, you don't get paid if you're a great defensive stopper. They, they look, okay, fine, yeah, great, good for you. What are you going to You get just like in baseball. You don't get paid for moving the guy over. You get paid yeah. for hitting the ball over the outfielder's head. You get paid for not giving up runs, not for soaking up a bunch of innings in the middle of the game. They're, they're valued positions, just yes. not as valued. No, they're, they're not. And, and the, the, the Westbrook one is interesting because I think one of the reasons KD decided to bounce, other than he's KD and he's just on his own program, mm-hmm. to speak of is – I, this guy doesn't get that I'm a lot better than him. He doesn't get that that needs to be through me because that's not selfish. That's just watching basketball. That I'm I'm just a better player than you are. We need to do this. You you're going to get yours along the way. But I've never once watched a LeBron James team mm-hmm. and thought that LeBron was out there first to service the legend of LeBron James and not try to have his team compete at the highest level. How, not even for one second. How about some of the main criticisms Bron has got? It doesn't because... do it enough. It's the criticism has been, oh well, he makes the right play. He passes to the open guy. So that's that. I don't think that's in the DNA of of Braun. But every single player that's out there, there's a time where you have selfish intentions. If I'm Kobe Bryant and I have 60 points through three quarters and I got a chance to go get 81, I'm going to go get 81. Each one of these players have moments where it's about them, less about the team. All right, Monday, um, the premiere of the Legacy of the Lakers on Hulu is coming up. I know that you're a ginormous Laker guy. I want to know what's at the top of your list that you want to pull out of the documentary that is coming up. That's next. We are live from Funner, California. We are here at Harrah's Resort SoCal. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So we're talking with some of the folks that are out here at Harris with us, Lee. And Dan just came up to me a minute ago and was talking about uh, how much he enjoys the show. And we always like to hear that. That's very good. And he goes, you know, my wife even knows about your kids. And I said, oh, okay. Like, what, what does she know? And she goes, oh, yours are well, Bobby your, doesn't put his shoes on. Your kids are the ones that don't know how to put their shoes on. Yep. So that's I've right. done a good job as a father that that's how that I've presented my children to yep. the world is that they are – Adults or very near adults, and they do not know how to put shoes on in the car. So I feel like I've done a good job there. Uh, Did they have, like Michael as an example, walking through Grand Central Market a week ago? (laughs) You throw shoes on or? He got them on eventually. Okay. After, you know, from where I live to Grand Central Market is, I don't know, it's an hour and a half, give or take. And um, hour and a half a car. Still no Five minutes getting into the parking lot. And then the car parks, turn the ignition off on the Silverado. Like, all right, let's go. Let's get in. Uh, I gotta put my shoes on. Yep. Like now? Yeah. You've, we've, we've had 95 minutes to get this done, but that's that's how I roll as a parent. Michael it's played a, failure. a role in Rocky Two. <laughs> I watched Rocky Two the other day. Um, it's good. It's it's super super identical to Rocky One. It's, well, it's not same, Rocky Four. It's the same that. movie. It's not Rocky Four. I, I like Rocky. I like Rocky Two. But yeah. there's like no plot other than yeah. you know this time he gets up a little ahead of him. It's just it, it, I know the movie's forty years old, but it felt disappointing to watch it. I've never been more proud to be an American during Rocky Four. I still stand by that. He ended the Cold War. Yeah. One. Did you like montage training montage number six or 14? Don't do that. Stop, bro. Well, that's a real question. All though. of them were good. They're, no, they you were all the same. So I guess they're all, all the same. of them were good. Win. There's your girl. There's Adrian right there. They played any of those. Okay, we got it. You know what we have because we're on location today? We are at uh, Funner, California, the uh, Harris Resort SoCal. We did a live Ask Slee earlier. Yep. We have a bonus Ask Slee. Actually, we're in, in my contract, it says at noon moving forward for the rest of the show. I'm overriding it. I'm, I'm overriding yep. your contract. I'm writing in a special addendum that will when we're on remote, we hear can do a from bonus my attorneys. <laughs> well, I'm willing to get uh, served with an injunction. What do you have, Emily? Berg represents right. me. <laughs> the Bergman yeah. and Bergman. I, I, we have Cody Matt here. Cody Matt, Matt, Cody. And no, yeah, it's Matt. No, yeah, I'm kidding. yeah, it's Matt. <laughs> All right, so, so big Chargers fan you are, right? So yeah. I got a question yeah. for you. Yeah. Back in so the hypothetically speaking, of course, Philip Rivers makes a Hall of Fame. You're on, that happens Friday. You got the weekend to think about it. Come Monday, you're on the air. Someone asks you about it. What's your hot take on that? Actually, Philip Rivers, I'm okay with. And by the way, Trav hates these. Trav, when it's like actually sports related, <laughs> Trav gets disappointed. Can you disappointed. guys just let me know when you're done? Yeah, look, at it. he gets disappointed. <laughs> He's going to go get a cup of coffee. That's like, I'm going to go get a tea. Yeah, I'm going to go get a tea the lazy time. river. Okay, so the, the Rivers piece of this, and again, I'm not the guy to be asking about the Hall of Fame. I like Philip Rivers. Like, if you were, the, he is a big piece of the San Diego Chargers back in the day. He was actually one of the few that was kind of vocal, like, hey, uh, we should be staying here in SD. Obviously, Dean, Dean thought others. So if he makes Hall of Fame, I got no problem with that. I'd be okay with it. it he didn't leave. The team left. Yeah. It wasn't his decision. Like, I, I, I'm going to speak for you here a little bit. Tell me if I'm wrong. Your hard feelings aren't with the team. 
or, or with the players, I should say. No, no, it's no. Not, it's, it's not like you, oh, Ladanian Tomlinson's dead to me. It's not that. It's it's the Chargers are dead to me as an entity. Or do you do you look at Ladanian Tomlinson and Phil Perv's like, no, I, I never liked those guys in the first place. They didn't do it. If you hear, it's kind of selective because there's certain players that felt a certain way and other players that felt a certain way. So it's a little. Who, who do you who do you hate their guts now? Give me a good example. Um, from a player perspective, sure. I don't think any of them. I hate their guts. I really don't. That that part. But the LT piece, LT was like perfect NFL Network. I get up there. <laughs> let's, it's, my drive's a lot less. They were going. He with, embraced it like no tomorrow. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't get the suburban with the uh, film study like like Philip Rivers. Remember the story that he bought like tricked out some car where all of a sudden he could study film because he was still living in San Diego. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. he was still living down here when they were playing up in LA. Also, he was just on no, his. I, I you, yeah, instead of sitting in a dark room in the facility with the the clicker going back and forth, he would Put do it in the car. Car. I mean, yeah. you th- that's two hours each way, mm-hmm. right? You got he's got fourteen thousand children. He's got to go home and tuck them in at night. How many kids does he have? One of nine. It's does it's it's, nine it's, kids? It, it's it's a yeah. I, I, Emily looked that up for me. How many kids did I, I want to say nine? It it might be ten, which is a lot. It is nine. It's nine. Yeah. See, he hasn't he hasn't gone crazy and had ten or anything. He's not busy at all. <laughs> yeah, ten. You you better be an NFL quarterback if you're going to support ten kids. I'm just, I'm just saying that that's something that uh, needs to happen. All right. So the Hulu doc is coming out on Monday, Al. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to ask you if you're excited to see it because I know that you're excited to see it as a Laker guy. Is there one particular part about it? Because to me, the the, the part about the Lakers that I'm fascinated by. Mm-hmm. Is the Showtime Lakers mm-hmm. the the Magic Johnson from when he came into the league in 1980, 79, 80, and then came and by the time he was done in 1991? To me, that's my era of the Lakers. The, the Jerry West stuff before, I kind of get it, didn't experience it, and the stuff after really just didn't hit me the same way the way that that era did. So you and I have had this kind of. I'm Kobe Shaq. Yeah, right? like that. That's my era. That's the. I remember back in '96 when. They eventually get Kobe. Uh, Shaq comes from the Orlando Magic. They draft Derek Fisher, I think it was that year. And it was just those years of like, is this team ever going to get over the hump? Phil eventually comes. But we kind of know all those stories. So I think for me, anytime you're going you're gonna to do a 10-part docuseries, we got to learn some different stuff. Because, you know, one of the things that uh, I'll use as an example, remember you were talking about Derek Jeter and Captain, the captain or whatever sure. that just came out. and. I was very surprised when you're like, Al, this is actually pretty good. I, I liked it a lot. I, I didn't, didn't know he was going to go did. after A-Rod like this. Yeah. I don't know. You have to have different stuff that's out there because there have been so many different ways that Showtime era has been covered. So many different ways that the Shaq and Kobe. There's books on each one of these, You know, obviously, that ends up leading into other shows and everything else. I just need to teach me something I didn't know because – you and I feel like we know a lot about the Los Angeles Lakers, specifically in those eras. Are we going to walk away with, damn, I had no idea any of that stuff was happening. If there's one thing you want to give the last dance credit on, I felt like there was some nuances to the last dance. That I was like, okay, I had no idea that happened. Okay, this is where Scottie Pippen came from. This is his backstory. I didn't know that. Rodman did what he was going to leave, and he's convincing Phil Jackson, and now Phil's telling Michael Jordan, well, he's just got to go to Vegas for a couple of days, but he'll be right back. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like You need stories like that, that that make you, all right, I walked away with something different that I didn't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm always skeptical. It might be a, a 
step too far because that, that's not the emotion. But the last dance is a good example. The Derek Jeter thing, the captain that's running right now, this Laker thing that's coming out here, that they're incredibly well done. That the Jason Hare, I think, was the guy that did um, – the, the the last dance mm-hmm. that I, I don't know who did Derek Jeter, but the, the who I think it's Antoine Fuqua who is the director of this thing, who's an, an incredibly accomplished filmmaker. So they're going to be incredibly well done. I don't worry about that, but it's more of an autobiography, right? That when the people that the story is about are partially in control of the story, sure, it's like okay, that I, was I, the it, Jordan thing with you on last for, for sure, yeah. and and not that I didn't like it, I loved it. It was it was fantastic along the way, but it's Michael Jordan's version of Michael Jordan's career, mm-hmm. right? It, it's Derek Jeter's version of Derek Jeter's career. I'm I'm, I'm into it. I, I want to watch it. It's fun. I like that he you know kind of just basically cut a rod off at the knees. I like that. Um, but this is the same kind of same thing. I, I, I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be really well produced. I know that it's going to be really interesting, and there will be some things like you're talking about. But I'm, I'm more interested in those docs that are kind of put together independent of the permission of the person or the team. Did you watch the Tom Brady one? No. I didn't either. No. I watched the for, – For that exact reason. Okay, so I'm, just, I'm good on But here, here's what it was. Tom Brady, I watched – I want to say the first episode. And it was – look, it was interesting you got – uh, Drew Bledsoe at the time and the idea and the concept of kind of them fighting for that position. And they go back to his days at Michigan and like th- there were some interesting storylines, but it was all just football. That was it. So I, I didn't feel like they were taking us off the field. I felt like it was more like a Belichick film study. <laughs> right? so, can you imagine how dreadful that would be? <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, the safety's going over the top, and we're going to make sure Tom. We got to make sure that the ball goes down. The Can you imagine Belichick. Kyler Murray with the <laughs> Patriots? <laughs> now, see that I'd be more into. Where uh, Cliff Kingsbury's like, no, Kyler. See, here's what happens when Aaron Donald lines up in the A gap, and then all you hear is like gunfire from Call of Duty happening in the other room, or he's got Madden on the other TV. Like that, that I would be super into. I don't need guys to chalk talk. It. That's I'm, the only thing. That's the only thing that hit me with the Patriots stuff. It was like, okay, there wasn't enough. Which, by the way, probably falls along the lines of that organization. But it wasn't, you know, you just didn't feel like you were getting much outside of the off the football field, which a lot of times is the storyline, right? Like a lot of times that's what makes some of these things interesting. It's the only yeah. thing that's interesting to me, to me, I, I, the, 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 what was it? What do they call it? The, the pump fake where he, the, the fumble, right? There yeah. wasn't a fumble. The tuck rule. Thank you. I couldn't come up with that. I feel like I got that. You know, I feel like I got, I got it. They, it was a weird rule that was interpreted correctly that still doesn't make any sense. And I don't need 45 minutes on it. I'm, I'm 100. I think it was good. 45 minutes on that game. Too. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'd like to know is who does he hate? Who, who, who? Which are the teammates that really drove him crazy? Which are the coaches that he just couldn't get? I, I, the, the, the stuff, the, the, the conflict, the sand in the gears, the just the, the recitation. You think this will have this? The Hulu. I hope one? so. I, I'm optimistic, but they're yeah. you know they're partners in this. They 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 participated in this. So and I took that personally. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think they'll give us a little bit. But I, don't I, know if I think all I think we'll it. get I think we'll get some. I hope so. By the way, and I, I think part of it is I mean think about you had winning time, and you had everybody hooked. I think so. Like I felt like there were a lot of people hooked to that show, but you had winning time, which was completely different than what we're going to we're about to get on this documentary. I mean or at least portions of it are, are dramatized. You yeah. know, it's fictional's the wrong word. It, it, it's been dramatized to a point where the timelines all goofy, mm-hmm. the things that 
never happened or actually kind of put in there. Why was I so disappointed when John told us a story? Remember when they went on that losing streak? That it's, actually didn't happen. I was like, wait, they lied to us? <laughs> it's they, I generally they, true, not yeah. specifically so, true. Travis, I have something for my vacation that you might make you happy. So I was listening to the radio in Hilton Head, South Carolina, and one of the radio uh, ads was uh, Michael Zastro was playing for this team. And I was like, I almost recorded it for you to be like. You, Who is Michael Zastro? It was just some. Um, it's the son of Zastro. <laughs> <laughs> they were making time. up a, a name. I think it was part of like a, a, a plumbing company. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go help Michael Zastro. And I was like, well, Travis would love this. I would love I, I feel like I should go into commercial production. So like, if all it takes <laughs> yeah. is dropping a Zastro in there once in a while. All right. What do the Rams and a dating app have in common? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Emily. So I need you. You, you kind of laid out the tease for us right here that the Rams yeah. and a dating app have something in common. I'm going to need you to tell me what you had in mind here. <laughs> All right. So uh, what we were talking about how um, there was an article in the LA Times about how there was a lot of people that were showing up to the Rams training. Yeah, camp. they said like a hundred thousand people over the course of the Rams training camp, right? Yeah, which um, you know we we were there. There's a lot of people there, which is great. But we were talking about how the Dodgers and the Lakers don't need to say how many people are at their training camp. Don't need to say how famous and how they sell out the games the mo- more than any other team in the league. And I, I was talking to you about it, and I was like, uh, it's like when a guy on a dating app puts his height up there. <laughs> oh, okay. So they say, oh, you're, you're, uh, I'm 5'9". We just know they're not really 5'9". So you can, you can what's choose. the real number? Like if you read it, say that, <laughs> yeah. that's probably legit. Like what's the one that you can buy? I'm yeah. easy 6'4", 185. <laughs> exactly. I will buy a six-footer or a six-one, and that's usually it. But I, I kind of like – respect the honesty if they say they're 5'7", and they say they're 5'8", because I'm like, okay, you're not going to catfish me saying that you're going to be really short. But I say 5'9", doesn't exist. (laughs) 5'9", you're 5'6", you're 5'7". But if you're above that, then you're kind of true. So I was just thinking, it's like, yeah, you don't need to... There are no 5'9 people in the world, Alan. Not not a single one. A lot of 5'8s and some 5'10s, but there's no 5'9s. I like this theory. This is one of my favorites. Yes, but uh, yeah, it was just interesting that the Rams felt the need to kind of brag about this a little bit you know it's funny you say that because it, it kind of landed in a way I, I i felt similar because i would i've been to rams training camp every year since they've been baxley and this year was clearly their most successful year there were more people out there this year than there had been in it and as there should be the buzz course, yeah absolutely duh, right they're really really good mm-hmm. people know people now know it's there people know that it's just something could come out it's free it's it's it, it's a wonderful time it's really really fun so that it's grown super bowl a surprise but 
I, I don't know if that's the measure of the resonance of the team in the town, that it, whether it's 100,000 or 50,000 or anywhere between. I don't know. if Look around. People are with the T-shirts, with the hats, with the, the flags, the license plate frames, whatever it might be. It went from virtually nothing to it. Maybe it's not on the level of the Dodgers and the Lakers, but it's clearly established okay. itself as the third thing here in town and, and closing fast because they're so good. Well, we were having this conversation yesterday. So think about the Rams this. are not five nine. In other words, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Rams are a solid. I'd say six yeah, six yeah, one. By the way, you have to two. pick. They've you have to pick one. Just pick one of them. Don't say oh, I want with the first one and the third one. Just pick. <laughs> I'm good. I want all three. <laughs> yeah. uh, More okay, ribs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want what's off the menu. Yeah. Uh, the chef knows me. Okay. <laughs> so we were talking about this yesterday. When I was at when I was at Dodger Stadium a couple nights ago. Like, I, I want to properly explain this. I know the Dodgers are 40-plus games over 500. Is that good? I know how good they are, and you could tell all the all-stars that are out there every single night. Like, there's something about that product right now. But let me also just remind you that also kind of takes away from some of the excitement. It's a game against the Twins. You're up 8-4. to four. Um, You kind of already Even know. you're down 4-2, to two, you're like, yeah, this isn't going to last long. You're right. But but you're already you, – you you know you're going to win the game. It's August, and it's a Wednesday. But, bro, there was a vibe at Dodger Stadium that was awesome. Yeah. There, there really was. It was just a vibe. Turning a double play had everybody standing up. Like, there were certain things that were happening. You're like, damn, that's pretty special. In August, these are the circumstances, everything else. You know everybody's good. Um, the Dodgers will always have this buzz around them, especially if they're good. The Rams are in a – there's an uphill battle. But if I'd have told you, hey, five years ago the Rams were going to come, what's ideal? Like tell me – if I put it up and it's like what's the most ideal situation coming back to Los Angeles knowing that there's a ton of Raider fans here? Yep. Knowing that there's other fan bases that Clearly just there's exist a lot of in L.A. fans here. Cowboy Niner fans here. here. Right. Atlanta Braves fans here. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta Braves One. fans here. But, like, I, I think there's – if you'd have said over this five-year stretch – could they have done it any better? And I don't think you could have. Well, and and that, that's the uphill. Like I say this, and I know I, I go at the Chargers, but I'm just being honest here. That's the uphill battle other franchises have, the Chargers. Clippers have been here for how long? And they're still, every single year, it seems like they're in an uphill battle. But the Rams, it's legit. You're an NFL team in Los Angeles. Can you garner some interest? USC went out and got Lincoln Riley. SC should be back. When I say back, as in the level of interest is there. You and I will be talking about games more this year, if they win. much more than they did last year, if there's a winning product yeah. out there, right? So I, I did, when you say that the vibe at training camp, this and like it's the totally way it's different. building, you couldn't you couldn't have hit any better in the five years that you've been here. Well, think about it. They go back to, and I, I talk about this all the time, when they had a workout at the Coliseum. This was before training camp, and, yep. and they had they had a little bit of a workout. And Kirk, it was the first time Kirk and I had ever met, actually. So, we, we, hey, this is your partner for the the Rams game. Come, you know, meet Kirk. Okay, so Kirk and I go out there, and there were people there. You know, I, I don't know how many, but there were you know a few thousand people there in a stadium that holds ninety thousand. You're like, oh, okay, well, let's see how this goes. And then they have their first preseason game against the Dallas Cowboys, and there are 100,000 people in the Coliseum. You're like, wow. Problem was 80,000 of them had a Cowboys star on their T-shirt. Okay, so you're like, okay, this, this is what it is. At that point, if you would have said to me, 
by the time we're six years into this, mm-hmm. you're going to have not just a very good head coach, but you're going to have a guy that a lot of people think may be something special, that may be on a level. At times is the face of the franchise it, it, over some of these big-time players. I'll go a step further. I don't think it's at times. I think he is. Mm. I, I, I really do. I think that when you think of the Rams, the first thing you think of is Sean McVay, especially if you're outside of L.A. In L.A., maybe it's Stafford, maybe it's Cup, maybe it's Donald. It's one, But I think that nationally, it's Sean McVay. So you've got a guy that may be looking down the barrel of being a Bill Walsh or a Bill Belichick or something. He's got a win. He's been in the league five years. He's 36 years old. He's 36 years old. He's been in the Super Bowl twice, and he's won one. Okay, so you've got that, and it doesn't look like he's going anywhere anytime soon. You play in a state-of-the-art stadium that's not just yeah. the best stadium in town. Yeah. It's the best one in the country. Personally, it might be the best I've one in the world. Why I probably would have you would do things, things a little bit different, differently, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> you've got the best defensive player maybe ever on your team. You've won the division three out of the last four years. You've been to the Super Bowl twice. You just punched your own ticket. You have a quarterback that is clearly a difference maker. You have a guy that's incredibly popular in Cooper Cup. All of these things done in five years, you would not in a million years would you have thought that this is how it's going to go. So I don't know if there's 100,000 people out there or not. Maybe there was. Maybe there wasn't. I don't think it matters. Mm -hmm. they've, They've done what you described quicker than anybody could have ever imagined to go from a team that, yeah, you're in L.A., yeah, you have a connection, you're one of the worst teams in the league. You're uninteresting, you're boring, you have a head coach that's the most uninspiring person that you're going to see from a football perspective. you got Case Keenum as your co- – this is a – Todd Gurley, we're running in middle school offense here. It was dreadful. And now all of a sudden you've got a team that's the best team in the league that scores a ton of points. You've got a you know, Hollywood icon head coach. You've got an owner. That, it, it just, you couldn't do it any faster. But the, even with all that, it's still going to be an uphill climb. Right, like they, they still have. You still got to look at the next ten years because I guarantee you, even this year, based on everything you just said, Niners will come into to uh, uh, the Four Niners will come into SoFi Stadium. And you're probably still going to have a lot of Niner fans there. Oh sure, and you're probably still going to have other fan bases that are coming that obviously have a lot of support for the opposing team. It's going to take time. I'm just saying you can't have asked for a better first five years or whatever the case is. So this comes from Chit Chat Charles. Emily, you're going to want to hear this one. It says, I'm 5'9", but I say that I'm 5'10". So that may support her uh, theory <laughs> that there are no such thing as 5'. What, what, what's the difference? Like You're going to have to help me out here, Charles. 5'9 and 5'10 are the same Big thing. 6'2 and 6'3 are the same thing. So, you know, like, if no. you're 5'9 no, and say you're I, 6 I disagree. feet, yeah, what's if the difference? If you're under 6 feet, those that... <laughs> Five nine to five ten is a big deal. But not to the look. If you five walk eight in to here, five nine, I'm I'm walking around a little more. If, if you walked in, if if somebody that came yeah. in here that yeah. was five nine, yep. I wouldn't say, oh, that's five nine. He better not be telling people he's five ten. <laughs> I can tell that it's what's the difference. It's all the same. I think it's the average it. height of a woman tends to be between five eight and five nine. So the average height of a woman? No, that can't no, possibly can't be true. No, it's definitely you, you're hanging around. No, it's some not. Giant okay, well, women. the Sliwa family. That's definitely no. No, five seven. My mom's like my wife is five seven and she's bigger than most women. Yeah, I'm the yeah. shortest in my family and I'm five six, but maybe I'm just hanging around a lot of tall women. You may be going with the five nine theory right there. You're no, more than an six. inch shorter than my wife. I'm five six. Okay, I am so not five, one inch shorter than your wife. I think there's no five six. There's no five nine guys. There's no five six women. For somebody, <laughs> what are you looking at here, Sleep? The average. Oh, average woman. five four. Yeah, that sounds yeah. much more much yeah. more accurate. <laughs> She's like, no, six one. Yeah, <laughs> six one. <laughs> no, I, I, I'd say that it's kind of funny because, you know, when you say for somebody who's under six foot, okay, right, 
that five eight to five nine means something. Let me give you the equivalent. Does it mean something to a woman, Emily? Is there a difference if you're going? Yeah, to the we dating prefer app? over five, uh, over six foot. Well, yeah, just, but so okay, but that brings my point. What's the difference between five eight and five nine then? It it just is. It's just a number. It just but it but, feels but here's, better. Here's here's I understand why they lie about. Let other me give things. you. Let me give you the equivalent. <laughs> the equivalent is when John Ireland just walked in with a scale one time into the uh, into the uh, studio. Yes. That you, would never happen. No one would be so craven as to just walk in with a scale. Yeah. And then just say, hey, why don't you jump on the scale? It's like, well, I can't say no to that. <laughs> but you have a weight in your mind. Like you kind of – you're always probably around like a weight. I was pretty close. Okay. But if that weight was five pounds over and you told – like that five pounds means something to you. So give me a weight. Like you but said – what did you weigh? What did you weigh? 264. Okay. You said 264. If it was over 270 – would you be like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, now, let me ask you a question. Higher. If I was really concerned about that, do you think I'd look the way that I do? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if five pounds were really going to send me around the bend another way, do you think that I, I would be at 264? Okay, at what weight? Because I'm not nine feet tall. At what weight At what weight are you like, no, no, that's, that's, that's too much? Like 230. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, we're we're way past that. All right, so then also, I, I think the five eight five nine thing does not it no longer matter. I want to ask the ladies in the room: Does five eight five nine matter for you guys? Why? Yeah, so I, I want to know. I want to know why. So maybe we'll go, we'll break and go in the dump, and we'll get your opinion on <laughs> we'll, why five eight five nine. Yeah, right, we're gonna get five, figured out. five pounds. <laughs> like I'm thinking, one of those weights in the gym. That you I thought when you saw the... two seven, you're like, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> we got to two thirty five. It's over. It's a wrap. We're gonna do it. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee live from Funner, California, at Harris Resort SoCal at seven ten ESPN. All right, so let's start with this one. It is National Middle Child Day. I don't, Emily, are you a middle child? I am the upper middle child. So there's four girls yeah, in your so family. Yes, I'm second of four. So I'm, I could, I think middle child is more of an heir, and I have the heir of a middle child. What is the heir? So it's you're always forgotten, <laughs> and you're always trying to be the black sheep. So it's kind of both those things together. And I, and I am the one that moved across the country. I'm the one who went to UVA. Everyone else went to Virginia Tech. I have the heir of middle children. Okay. So you're the uh, youngest in your family. Yeah, Two older sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you the typical youngest sibling? What is it? So define what would be like mom and dad's favorite, the one that gets away with the most, that kind of stuff. Yeah, probably. Didn't get disciplined <laughs> as much as a kid. I think so. Yeah, were you yeah, like your falls. sisters? If they wanted to stay out late, not a chance. But yeah. by the time you came through, like, it's fine. We've it's already full, we've, yeah, we've full already negotiation. I'm like, guys, let's not do this. We just kind of know how it's going to go. They're like, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, I'd fine. like that. It might be more of a boy girl thing too. Could be. Yeah, could I be. Think there was a little bit of that. I have a younger sister, brother. Middle child. Like, does she act like a middle child? Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe did a she go bit. to UVA? She did not go to UVA. <laughs> but all our family went to Virginia Tech. <laughs> You're having a good day today, Al. This is making me. You're very, making very happy. it sound a lot funnier. No, than I, it I is. don't. Maybe it's just like that I'm too much I, credit. Here. I have a, a disease that they haven't identified yet. You haven't been out of the house in two days, and that probably has a lot to do with <laughs> it. It could have been. Yeah. I, I do you know how much time I wasted the last couple of days? I and I was so unmotivated to do but anything. this was it because of this too? It was that and it just and I felt like, you know what? I yeah. just didn't want to do everything. Give I, us the details. I, I wish I had something to give. I, I know. Just, uh yeah, so the, I have these five symptoms. Yeah, we don't know what that is. That's fun. 
<laughs> That's super exciting. You just go home and get an Advil. That's, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll send your bill in the, in the mail. Uh, all right, so we've got a Better Call Saul Cinnabon promotion. Um, according to Cinnabon's Facebook page, the bakery is celebrating six sweet seasons of Better Call Saul by giving customers a generous, very clever, surprise for the series finale. Cinnabon is instructing its customers to download its app in anticipation of the free treat that will be given out uh, during the finale, which is coming up on Monday. You're gonna, there's like seven, a Slurpee, 7 Eleven Day, you get a free Slurpee. Yeah. There are some, some opportunities. If somebody steals a base in the World Series, I think you get a taco from uh, Taco Bell. National Cow you get uh, if you dress up like a cow, go to Chick Fil A. You get free food. There you What's go. the Lakers one? Every every uh, arena like 100 over a hundred points. I'm you get two free tacos. Yeah, you go. Are, are like you that. are you trolling the uh, places looking for your free Cinnabon or anything else? The Cinnabon one's kind of interesting because that's I don't know that one's a little bit more unique. I'm thinking of the scene, the security guard where he's just eating or Jerry the, the, from Parks and Rec. Yeah, <laughs> knife and fork. <laughs> Just eating it with a knife and fork in every single bite. And the camera angles, I know you don't like it, but to me, I was like, that looks kind of good right there. And the sounds of him eating were just lovely. It's not that I don't like it necessarily. You don't it's like cinnamon. I, I could, oh, oh, that, yeah. No, yeah, you don't like cinnamon. No, you're going to do that. By the way, that guy can only play that role. He can only play like kind of the lovable fat guy who loves to eat. That's kind of his deal. His next role is actually a personal trainer. With a wonderful wife. <laughs> personal trainer. <laughs> Yep, he's doing the whole thing. A wife out of his league. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever you had for breakfast today, have that again on Monday. It's the first bite I took for breakfast right here. <laughs> Sandwich. All right, um, we've got National Vinyl Day. Emily, you said you've got you've got multiple record players in your house. Yeah, so uh, my roommates and I. There's four of us in the house. We all each have our own record player, um, which we probably should have uh, gotten down to one. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, vinyl records, uh, both old and new, and. Um, I think it's something too. It's like it's a very physical form of listening to the music, and that's what I like about it in this day and age. Do you have any antiquated hobbies that you'd use, like records like that? There are guys that use old golf clubs because they think it's kind of you know that that kind of deal. You go to like the, one of those barber shops, like that, like shave with a knife or whatever. So like, the straight razor. Yeah. And by the way, the nicest treat in the Ball world room. is if you get the straight razor on the neck. It's terrific. Like towel after. Oh yeah. So what's interesting, the, the vinyls, that's actually, that's a that's a real thing. Like, there's people that still, I feel like that's almost made a little bit of a comeback, too. I feel I feel like it's there hipster. are a lot of places that, or a lot of people that, it's it's very unique, right? I mean, if, if maybe hipster, maybe not, I have no idea. But I feel like it's kind of a little bit more of a trend right now. I don't know if we'll hold. But Do you have any of those, no. any of those things? Well, I mean. Do you ride a horse What's buggy? What's yours? I don't have one. I, I, I don't have, like, a, the old throwback kind of school thing that I do. But what you the, still keep baseball cards? I it, that was my pandemic hobby. I literally purged ninety eight percent of them. I got rid of them because I had a closet full of cardboard that was entirely worthless. And so I found the hand the very. Did small Susan used to tell you, "Hey, you got to get rid of these," even though she had a full <laughs> garage and everything? No, 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 no. That would be like me telling her to put that down. You shouldn't eat that. Like <laughs> that's 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 not going to happen. No, she does not say you. You know your stuff is taking up too much space. You took we, up two percent of the garage. We don't do that. I did like the conversation you guys were having before the show. Well, you and Ben were having about kind of eight tracks and the different ways in which you've like experienced music over the years. The physical form of it went from CDs to eight tracks, so vinyl. I had in my life. I've had an eight track player, a cassette player, a record player, a CD player. Um, and now digital music. So I've now Pandora. And, and now, now Pandora, Pandora for Slee. Yep. That's right. 
four ninety nine a month. No <laughs> well, you don't want the commercials, right? No commercials. You got to do it like that. I'm the only uh, investor left. Amazon series, a league of their own. Uh, it, uh, episodes drop today, Emily. Yeah, they're, they're dropping the entire season today, and it has a bunch of uh, female comedians that have, uh, like Abby Jacobson, who was in Broad City. Um, it looks like it's not going to be like a shot for shot remake, but they are going to incorporate the spirit a lot of these other characters. Like they're still going to have the Rockford Peaches. They're still going to have the same. Um, teams and some of the players might look similar to the ones in the movie and i love the movie and i'm excited for the series i'm like you know i'm hoping that they do it justice is all i ask for so are you overwhelmed with all the streaming stuff i, I feel no, like because i don't watch much of it i can pick and choose i'm with you on that but i'm saying that everybody i feel like every single day something's like hey you got to watch this how do you watch all these i don't even know where they are <laughs> whatever's on netflix and amazon and hulu and this i feel like i'm missing out on so many good stuff I, I, there's it's it's overwhelming did you like a league of their own the movie oh yeah yeah i did it's a really i, I did too i, I thought it's a really good baseball movie it's 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 a classic and i i'm a little i, I first of all i'd be a liar if i said i think i'm going to watch this i don't think that i will but it's because Emily, I saw a trailer that you're talking about, and a lot of the shots in the trailer, I'm like, is that from the movie? Is that from the like, like pretty they much felt shot for shot? Really, really familiar. Mm-hmm. What's the point? If we're gonna have a series, like I need to know. I, I know that Dottie drops the ball in the last play of the game. I I, I know that. Like what? Yeah. What 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 else? What else are the we play gonna is do? Still talked about today. <laughs> still talked about. I mean. Talk you know, about that's it another one that they could do. You know, we were talking. They had the corn game last night. Emily had the other. They should do oh, yeah. a uh, a sandlot game. Like figure out a way. To, they've done the little league game in Williamsport. They what are they gonna do for basketball? Around. Gotta do some basketball. Hold on, before we go there. What about a, a league of their own game? Like kind of those sort of things. And I don't. I mean, you'd have to find some women that can play baseball or something. But kind of th- those old timey yeah. kind of gimmicky things. They seem to work pretty well. That's why it's almost. I want to see it in another sport too, because. The baseball, whether you're watching it or you're not, you cannot tell me when you see the highlights of yesterday's game. You're like, this is pretty cool. That's super cool. cool. This is pretty cool. So I'm, I'm with you on that. But I want to see something from a basketball perspective. And what I, would you do? Well, we baskets? What's that? Peach baskets on the, on the backboard? That was like, Funch's, I mean, uh, Funch's idea yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about an actual place. Like, whether you did it at Rucker Park. Ah. Okay. And, and do it – you can do it the right way. But Rucker Park has had legends play there. Yeah. All the way back to Dr. J. So, like, there you could – I think you could do something there. Who was – I think was it AK, I think, yesterday that said, do it at the Drew League. Do an NBA game at the Drew League, at the at the Drew High School. Um, that's another one. But I almost – I kind of just want to see something outdoor. Right? Like, I feel like it would be – Didn't you go to one of those and it was a disaster? Yeah, okay, but now it's, it's different. It's different. We've moved on. They did that on a ship yeah, in really, San Diego. Maybe they're the bringing it back. Doesn't move. They're bringing it back. The carrier or whatever Who's that is playing? in San Diego. The midway, I believe. Michigan State and Villanova. I'll, I'll look that up real quick. Yeah, I couldn't remember the ACC team or what she's saying, but uh, they're bringing it back. They didn't learn anything that hey, it gets windy. It gets windy <laughs> on the ship. Well, never mind the wind. It's a boat for God's sake. The boat moves. The well, boat's not moving. It's gonna be Gonzaga, Michigan State. It's not. Right? It's gonna, not going to be like this. That carriers. It's holding. It's holding fort pretty good. But when I say it's you took water, a jumper here, when I say you take a jumper here, the ball ends up there. That was how they were shooting. Ben, you were in the Navy, yes? yes. Okay. Were you on a carrier? Yes. Do they move? Yes. But you. <laughs> Do you feel like he's making it sound like you're on a kayak? (laughs) (laughs) It's 
not quite a kayak, but it's also not oh, Staples Center where By it's own. sitting on the ground along the way. It is time for a little super crosstalk. KSBN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If it only grows stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. All right, so we are here down in uh, Funner, California, Harris Resort, SoCal, and Ireland. There is a top golf suite here at the resort. Really? I, with uh, yeah, with some of the. Do you have your clubs in the today. car? Are you going to use the I, standard house-issued clubs? I'm going to use the house. Well, I have my clubs. clubs. My clubs are in the trunk. Slee's got his. I That's haven't right. used them in a year, but they're there if you need. I didn't, uh, Slee, I didn't even know you had clubs. By the way, Momo's here. <laughs> hey, she, Momo. Hey, what up? I shouldn't have clubs. Where, I have no reason to have them. No, I was just going to ask. Slee, is, is Funner, California, is it in San Diego County? So Valley Center, San Diego County. Okay. Yeah, not not too far. You could say a little like inland San Diego, a half right? hour from Temecula. How do you spell okay. Funner? 40 minutes. What do you, how do you think? Is it F-U-N-E-R? No, F-U-N-N-E-R. Oh. Funner. That's right. Yeah. So it's That's like right. It's not Funner. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's like a grammatically incorrect city name. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. If yeah, funner don't is know a word. It's been incorporated. Right. You know, we play a lot of word, not a word around here. I, here. I was like, yeah. "Where's Funner, California? Where yeah. is that?" I kept listening to you guys on the way We're, in. It's it's more West fun. Covina. It, it, okay. it rolls off the tongue a little better than more fun, California. So I'm guessing. I'm guessing that part. I used to work in San Diego, and I know that area very well. Slee, of course, lived there. Um, I'm guessing it's a little. Well, shall I say warm where you are today? Yeah, it's a lot. tell them when you were driving down yesterday. 90, so 90 it, plus, Slee? It was at one point 90. I think 98 was the lowest. 90 was <laughs> the lowest. Yeah, and then you're like, there's 100. Oh, where are we going to get from Well, here? don't there's they have a lazy river? Go jump in the lazy river. Yeah, that's what uh, Travis <laughs> Trav is going in. Trav, one, wor- one word for you, and you know what it is, right? Hit me. Cannonball. Oh. <laughs> we Mason and I have been They'd trying like to, to get Travis to do put... a cannonball for about uh, what, Travis? At least six months. We've been encouraging you to do a cannonball. Well, so you guys wanted you encouraged me to do it at Key's fiftieth birthday, and I Correct. was kind of game. I, yeah. I came in my board. That would have been a huge. I, that would have yeah. been a huge hit if you would have splashed the all the all the girls in their sundresses, just drenched there, them, and they'd be complaining was... about their Jimmy Choo shoes and how you ruined well, them. <laughs> there was that. There was a DJ. That was literally directly on the side of the pool. Oh, how great and would that it be? It was a pretty like electrical pretty nice shorts party. and the DJ calling, <laughs> screaming about insurance. What it, happened it, at Keyshawn's it, birthday? Well, Trav jumped into the pool. It it, it would have been one of those things that because there there are two ways that these things can go. Right? It could be that oh yeah that was great when Trav jumped in the pool. Right. Or it could be. Yeah, the party was kind of fun until Trav jumped in the pool. Yep. Like there there there. This reminds me of two lanes. Do you guys know who Pat Williams is? Sure. Okay, so Pat Williams uh, for years was a general manager in the NBA. He started in Philly. He actually started in baseball, started with the White Sox. Then he went to the Sixers. And then for the last 30 years, he's been in Orlando with the Magic. And so when he was with the Sixers, he's the president of the Sixers, and they drafted Charles Barkley. And Pat has – I'm not making this up. Pat has 18 kids. He has, like, four of his own kids. And then his family believes in international adoption. So they adopted, Mm. like, 14 more. So they draft Barkley, and they take him down to the beach 
take him down to the shore. Yeah. And one of Pat's kids says, hey, Dad, can I go in the ocean? And he says, not now. Charles is using it. <laughs> which would have been which would have been the equivalent trav of, awesome. hey dad can i go in the pool not now travis just emptied it <laughs> that's about right yeah, you should go in full scuba right. gear you like, just get no, everything I, I think i think the top golf is going to be fine i'm going to enjoy some lunch with our fine listeners here and in, in just a minute i do not know if the lazy river is in my future oh feel, you gotta go the I, late there's few things better than a lazy river boys oh i can think of a bunch of things <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> Trav, you get on an inner tube and then you do nothing, and it transports right, John, you around the entire park. It's, you just get well, sunburned the whole time. Get a drink, a little sunburn. But there's, yeah. you know, there's people that are using the lazy. Don't don't get out. I'm not. I'm not saying you should drink the water in the lazy river. <laughs> but hey, if you go, I, I'm a beach kid. If you go in, the, if you go yeah. in a public pool, you go in the ocean. You just gotta. You just gotta hope that there's it's another mo- version of OPP. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it. the ocean is a little bit bigger. I feel a little safer when I uh, go into this. Let me ask you guys this. Yeah. We were talking. Slee and I were on opposite sides here. <laughs> did you guys watch the uh, the corn game last night? Oh, yeah. Corn in, game. Iowa? Yeah. Yeah. So did you see Ghost Harry Carey? Okay. So this literally is, is what I had to start our show. But since you brought it up, we'll do it okay. now. Um, you screwed it up, Trev. No, Sorry. you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I, I'm not going to go Lindsay on you. No, no. Don't talk sports. Don't You can't talk about sports. It's, it's in our show. Don't, it's our show. Uh, but um, it's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Whoa. So the. Um, the I wish I had that on video. Do we have the iPads in here? Yeah, no? somewhere. Okay. I, Trav. Completely the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. I couldn't agree more. I wow. I watched that and I went, "Oh dear God, what have they done?" And I thought the the Fox presentation yeah. for the second year in a row of the Field of Dreams Fantastic. games was spectacular. Yeah, Vince Scully on the I read. Right. When they went to the hologram, I I went, "Oh my God, what if they did that with Vince Scully?" That's who, the who first just thing that died my last mind, week. Yeah, that was the first Is, thing that crossed my mind. Like. It's, is that they're gonna, it's they're creepy bringing Vin. people back from the dead I in a sports context. I don't. So now, are the Cubs going to do that at Wrigley? Hmm. No, I, I can't. Are, I, I think that most are we now think about think about all the announcers that are attached to certain teams. Okay, right. I, obviously sure. Vin is our guy. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, in San Diego, you had Jerry Coleman, Slee, who you grew up with. Angels had Dick Enberg. Cubs had Harry Carey. Tigers had Ernie Harwell. Phillies Jack had Buck. Harry Callis. Cardinals had Jack Buck. Um, Bob er, Uecker. Ern, in, in, Bob, yeah, Bob's still going. In, yep. in Atlanta, Ernie Johnson's dad, Ernie Senior. Oh. Uh, Mel uh, Allen. Mel, yeah, Mel. Um, uh, so th- that's what we're doing now? We're bringing all these <laughs> dudes back from the okay. dead? So let's let's pivot and make it weird. It wasn't weird so, enough? Let's pivot and make it really weird. <laughs> what if we have a John Ireland hologram? No. I Can I? You don't want it? Wait a minute. Do I have the ability? I don't think I can control this because I'm a public figure. You need to figure. write it into your estate, John. No, no. I trap. Sure I don't think all future holographic no, rights. No. The minute we. Exactly. Not, no, one, no one on this in this conversation right now has control of their own uh, future story. Like this an image? I'll give you image? an example. Winning time. Yeah. Lakers hated that idea. They Jeannie didn't want it. She she didn't like the official quote from the Lakers was we don't support this project and we don't like it. And the reason was it was somebody else telling their story. So since we're all public figures, if somebody broke out a John Ireland hologram, I don't think I could do anything about it. Do you guys do you guys remember this? This was probably especially for me seven years ago. (laughs) 
John, they had a they had a Coachella. Yeah. They had Tupac. A Tupac hologram, and it was like a full show. Oh yeah. So what you're talking about for just the seventh inning stretch? Yeah. People are watching. I think Snoop even came on stage and was as if he was rapping with him. So I don't know if it's a lot of people on this uh, that they feel it's awkward. I didn't think it was that awkward. What did right. you think, Momo? Yeah, I thought it was a little awkward. I mean, I, like to me, <laughs> it's cool enough being at the game. So I always I, – I had somebody who was actually at the game was texting me photos and stuff of what it was like there. They took their dad who's like 90 and they're Cubs fans and they'll never get to do this. It's cool enough to go there, to go to the Field of Dreams game. Right? I, it, you don't need to add all this extra stuff. Yeah. Anytime you, you're, you're bringing someone back from the dead, and it's not a Star Wars movie, it's a bad idea. <laughs> all right? I one time went to a Natalie Cole concert. Yeah. You know, Natalie's no longer with us. And at the time, she had, she had this album, Unforgettable, where it was a gigantic hit, won a bunch of Grammys. This was in the 90s. And... She goes on stage, and she's singing Unforgettable, and a hologram of her dad pops up on the other side, mm-hmm. and they start doing a duet. Completely creeped me out. What, like, how, how, what, I'm looking at Nat King Cole. The guy's been heard? dead for 35 no, but Apparently not. It was her idea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this bringing back people from, like, like Les, I love Harry Carey. Oh, my hurrah. Yeah. You know, uh, blah, blah, blah. It would have been better if they would have had, had, if they would have had Will Ferrell put they on the big glasses and do it. So that, that would have been better. Yeah. Correct. You know who would yeah. not think it's weird? Mason. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I'm with Mace on this one, I think. I don't know. I think Mace would be into Well, he'd be okay with the whole time of himself. And also his yeah. dogs, like all yeah. past and future dogs <laughs> of his. Um, I don't know how. I, I can't imagine he would sign off on a hologram of I Vin. I think so. Oh, Vin? no, not a you, bit. No, of think, himself, I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Drive, Drive, do you think Ramona and John will think that Emily's family ordered too much food? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Emily, turn your mic on here for a sec. Also, by so, the way, they, Emily, the average height of a woman is not 5'9". Five, 5'9". Nine. Five, nine. Okay, okay, I was like, that, I I'm like, no. most dudes I are happy to be 5'9". Like, no, no, I actually know, I actually actually know, know this. Like, well, I'm an average woman. The, no. the look I'm not average. average. I'm face. short. Like, I'm 5'2". No. Uh, I don't know the what average, the women in your The average height of a woman is 5'4". Yeah, 5'4". Yeah. And the what do you guys think the average height of a man is? 5'9". 5'10". I guess 5'9". Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, yeah, but I think that it's actually five right. nine, and they just round up to like Trudell. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> well, when my when I first started dating my my now husband, okay, he yeah. told me he was six feet tall. Okay, and I'm so short, I didn't know. Like I was like, oh yeah, okay, six feet tall. I mean, everyone's tall to me, right? So later on, as we're like this relationship seems like it's going to stick, he told me he was five eleven. I said, oh okay. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then later, did he you said, break it off? No, and I said, oh yeah, yeah okay. And then he said, She's never talked to him. He said, I'm, no, I'm actually five ten. And then finally, when we got married, I go, are you really 5'10"? And he goes, no, I'm 5'9". <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he went from 5'9 you know, to 6 feet. But and it I worked. Had no idea you, you got, he got you to marry him. Yeah. It worked. Okay. Yeah. You, you guys are going to be, you know, 90 years old, and you're going to be sitting there, and you're fading off into the Sunday season. Look at you and say, it's 5'7". Yeah, I mean, it might be. For all I know, everyone's taller than me. It's, just, it's gonna keep dropping. That was I'm so nervous why he about liked me because part, I, I made him feel so tall. Yeah, partially because I work in the NBA and yeah. people have been lying oh, about yeah. their height. Like you can find programs that say yeah. Michael Thompson is seven feet tall. Oh, of course, Michael's six <laughs> nine. Yeah, no, has never been taller than six nine. He's six yeah. nine. Um, and so in the NBA, they've been extend. They've been lying about height forever. I am exactly six feet 
and a half inch. I'm in between six and six one. Do you round up? Nope, round down. Round down. Because I don't want to be accused yeah. of rounding yeah. up. Yeah. In shoes, yeah, I'm round, s- rounding up feels nefarious. Yeah, in it, shoes, it I'm six like one. There was something. a whole Seinfeld yeah. about this where uh, Mickey Kramer's buddy, yeah. who uh, who was a. Uh, it's I guess just the, not done, John. The, it's the, just not done. The proper the term I think we need to use now is a little person, okay. Mickey. Yes. And he, and he, they go into the class, and somebody in the class, one of the little persons, wore lifts, which is apparently like the cardinal sin. <laughs> you can't do it, and it became, and they beat him up. They did they, they, this guy wore lifts. You can't wear lifts. I know. It's cheating. But <laughs> you know, uh... you uh, you are guilty of this, my friend. Oh, I. I I'm not guilty. I just lean in. I'll yeah. fully admit it. I mean, the taller the better. I wear these Stella McCartney's. Yeah. I get like I don't know three how inches you do out of those. I don't know. If I ever want to just get away from you, I'll I just know. run. I know. <laughs> There's Seriously, no way. Those two weigh like five pounds. Me. I know. So I love the and, Emily was on Six vacation. Five eleven. Yeah. All right. Let's hear the Emily story. Yeah. So she Emily, how long have you gone? A week. Yeah. Okay, so she was gone a week, and it was her extended family on her mother's side, and there were 12 people um, living in their place in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina. They were all together. Okay. Emily, I'll let you uh, explain the menu from here. <laughs> so so uh, you're all, all 12 got- people are eating at the same time. Okay. Exactly, okay. yes. Uh, we got pizza from this place called Giuseppe's. We got uh, six pizzas, two wedgies, and two, two wedgie- salads. Wedgies, salads. wedgies are like calzones, right? Yeah, they're like okay. calzones, but like a okay. sandwich. So like it's got like it. you got a little bit for the more uh, vegetables in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we got six pizzas uh, essentially for twelve people, uh, and then we also and wedgies and salad and wedgies deep and dish salad. or thin crust. Uh, they were difference. like <laughs> they were not deep dish. <laughs> they were like New York style. They were okay. New York style pizzas. Okay. That makes um, it does make a difference. What that's, size that's pizzas? Slices of a. They were large pizzas. Okay, six uh, large they, pizzas they for twelve people. That's yeah. actually reasonable. That's fine. Really? Are yeah. you forgetting the wedgies and the salads? <laughs> well, those because are those are probably throwing. Dude, it's called leftovers. It's called yeah. I'm yeah. getting these well, at no, two o'clock in the morning when I wake up. Every person is look. I guys, I can I know my way around a pizza. A half a pizza is a lot for about everybody. The barbecue. Like, Wait, Trav, that's four slices. I, I would I would eat I would eat three. Yeah, and that, there's that, probably a younger kid. Like my son would eat yeah. five. Well, that's what she said. She said Emily yeah, had a couple. My son is twenty. He would eat five. Yeah. Travis, your sons would eat five. And you should always have leftovers because yeah. nobody ever wants to go, oh, can I have the last piece of that? The barbecue might have been more important. Yeah, so, that, yeah. Okay, that, so that is one meal, Emily. So then we had barbecue the last night I was there at this place called One Hot Mama's. And it we had uh, eight orders of ribs. And each order of ribs had three racks in it. So it was 21 racks of ribs, a bunch Whoa. of sides. <laughs> Two orders of briskets. Whoa, pretty much wings covers it. And uh, pulled pork. Does that still work for the leftover thing? That was <laughs> a lot. That That's conversation. Because now, now we're talking yeah, two yeah, racks of ribs a- per person, basically. Almost. Uh, yeah. And you I've haven't had- talked about the pulled pork and the other things that you <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. Well. I forgot to mention wings the first time we talked about this. Too. The wings, there was wings too. there, too, yes, in yes. addition to the brisket, pulled pork, and a bunch of sides. So I, I just want to say that this the, the, the family order in general is extremely strong. Yeah. That's like, way to <laughs> yeah. go. You're on vacation. So, you're, yeah, I, here, there is nothing bad about anything that – I think Travis is trying to embarrass you, Emily. And there's nothing, no, no, no. There's nothing I've heard – There's nothing I've heard yet <laughs> that should be embarrassing awesome. to you or anyone in Listen, your family. I from a world of like old Jewish in a world okay old Jewish grandmothers and the the theme is you can never have too much food like you just order more than you ever could possibly want because someone will take it home 
Someone will want some more in the morning. And you also don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't have more. Ribs at the beach. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Everybody? How about breakfast tacos (laughs) with that pulled pork By the way, I think that should be the name of an album. Ribs at the beach. (laughs) Ramona just said uh, about the breakfast. You need to tell her about your sister's bagel. My sister had a bagel for breakfast the next day. I saw her assembling it. It it was a bagel, plain bagel. Is this the sister that I met at the Mandy's? Yes. Yes, Claire. Um, Ribs, pulled pork, brisket. And then um, I think that was about it. And then some. And then wedgie. Some, oh no, no wedgie there. Cream cheese. But then put some barbecue sauce on it, on a bagel, and put it into bagel sandwich. And then she went and ate it. Were with there eggs or, or oh, cream cheese? What's the what's the no what's eggs, the binder? Just butter. Here's my official. Butter. Here's my official the comment. Binder. Claire, trip MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you know that's yeah. basically just a meat lover's bagel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Put it on bagel cafes across the country, the meat lovers bagel. (laughs) Have a great show, guys. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Momo is in. We will see you on Monday.